0: All right, quick maths. The less that your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have, the more money that you keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, 1,000 companies have already made the move. So do the maths and see how you will profit with NetSuite. Back by popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com slash modern right now. That's netsuite.com slash modern.
1: If you consider the time it takes to put your shoe on with <laughs> a shoehorn and then without a shoehorn, so and, and the, the, the amount of skin that you lose on the back of your thumb as well, trying to thumb you... Thumb it, in, to thumb it in, trying to thumb it in. Does a shoehorn help you thumb it in? So much better. Really? Yeah. Uh, don't okay. even need a thumb for it. Um. <laughs> uh,
0: speaking of which, Yusuf and Johnny from Proper Fitness are here today. Um, oh, I, look the cameras oh, Chris,
1: I was smelling my armpit <laughs> when you introduced me. It's fine, it's fine. That's
0: really not the worst thing you've ever done on a podcast, is it? Um, so yeah, we're talking about life hacks today. Those of us who are addicted to trying to make our lives more efficient and optimal. We're going to try and come up with some interesting resources that we use that have made our lives a little bit more efficient. Um, I think that we all come from different kinds of backgrounds with what we need and what we choose to use but then there's a lot of stuff that we've crossed over with as well so it'll be a combination of workflow tools apps for your mobile phone uh, strategies that we use for making your life more efficient um, and then probably quite a bit of stuff that none none of us realized that the other ones did and then we're going to just mock each other about it especially what he says yeah I'm especially up. excited to know like, your list. Who would like to open up the first resource? <laughs> right, Scoby you're going to go
1: Okay, well I'm just going to begin very basic and just say Apple products. Yeah, this, is, this, was, is, yeah. this was Johnny's as well. The, because Apple contains a suite of syncing... But the problem is, you're roped in. As soon as you begin, you get a MacBook, you have to then get an iPhone. If uh, you get an iPhone, you have to get a MacBook, otherwise... You just, you've, you're in this sync nightmare between a Android <laughs> or a PC device and then something like I'm that.
2: uncomfortable with you looking at the camera.
1: Okay. I, I quite like it.
2: I, it makes me uncomfortable. <laughs>
1: Does it? Right. Okay. Sorry, guys.
2: That's just how I feel. Johnny's uncomfortable, so... <laughs> that's, well, because it's... It's then. like You're, you're over there and I'm like, well, do I, do I look over there? And then back at you when I reply? You, I, and then
1: back at the camera? I or? think nod and smile at me and then look at the camera. Gesture thing. to the
0: camera, yeah. Well, imagine that <laughs> you're Alan Shearer doing the, the Saturday afternoon football. Okay. You're talking into camera, but you're gesturing to the lads. Uh, but, oh, the lads. So the point you just
2: made,
1: yeah, the lads have was, just uh, I think anyway, it's a it's right. fireside chat. It's a round table. Fine. Okay, continue. <clears> this <throat> is such a rocky start to a podcast. <laughs> or the smoothest
2: start we've ever
1: done. Maybe. Maybe. So, yeah, Apple products. The main things that I use them for, the main things I use the... Um, capture tools for so iCal reminders and Siri so hold on Siri remind me in 10 minutes whatever and you have at least <laughs> either a section of reminders or a note or something that's just your immediate capture that stuff that while you're on the go you just capture things that may need to be done later and then at a certain point in the day later you go in bulk and take all of those things into capture and allocate them to a specific time in your calendar. So that's
0: David Allen's getting things done, right? Exactly. Get yeah. it out of your head, get it down on paper as fast as possible. Yeah,
1: exactly. So get it out of your head. Don't let your mind hold these ideas. Because often what happens is you've got something you think, oh, I need to fix that nail in the fence, which was his example. And then for the rest of the day, even if you forget what the thing you had to do is, you've still got this general stressed thought of like, oh, I need to do the, the thing. I there's the something, thing that I've got there's to do. something that's left, yeah. And sure. then you're having a terrible time. No, so
0: I agree. Uh, yeah I think Apple products are fantastic like being able to sync just stuff like your notes making a note on your phone and then it appearing on your laptop like think 10 years ago 15 years ago the phones weren't a thing but that syncing also wasn't a thing and then when we do when you first get it's just such a game changer I don't understand how people don't live having iMessage WhatsApp web like uh, yeah. you know what I mean
2: Like iMessage I on your laptop is probably one of the biggest <laughs> massively shifts in instant shift in quality of life
1: like how how Isn't much it? do you text on your phone hardly ever hardly ever like if it's I'm on my laptop that's I, because you're on your laptop a lot
2: yeah well yeah I'm not but gonna I'm sat on the sofa <laughs> receive a text message <laughs> better open the laptop this is a laptop a job
1: thing <laughs> is, that, that is what I do. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm like, my big Arab thumb is too huge. Thumb. to do that, so I'll just like... Not dexterous enough. You? I, yeah, I just don't bother with texting on my phone. You, I'll need, have, the like, accessi- you need the accessibility mode that
0: my dad's on the verge of needing. Oh, is that one with big numbers? I love it when I see people with big numbers on them. Like he turns the phone into a calculator. Oh, no, no, no. It's, got the, it's got the keypad entry system from a Nokia 3310. <laughs> But on something that's bigger, worth a thousand pounds. Yeah.
2: Right, Johnny, you're what's next? Well, it's Apple was technically mine. Right, that's so continuously Apple, Apple vein The problem with Apple is it's to to really cover all of the things it does for you, you'd almost have to think about this for an entire day. Because mm-hmm. there's so much stuff. Like even even things like Do Not Disturb mode, mm-hmm. for example, notes syncing, the availability of like so many different apps can be on your phone and on your laptop. Evernote, meditation apps, like I could run, we can run propane, I know you can't because you deliberately remove things, but if I had to, I could run the entire business from my phone. Well,
0: I do, I run my business from my phone pretty much. Mm. The, the necessity for me to go on my laptop is very, very rare. Really rare. Like, so why, why do you have a laptop? It's more convenient, I can work quicker. Typing is significantly mm. quicker. I don't like the angle that my neck's at when I look at my phone. Like, yeah, you're hunched over, irrelevant Mm. of whether you sat up at a desk, it's not good. Mm -hmm. And I've found that, what's this on the back of my neck? What are these muscles here? Traps. Is that traps that run up to the back of your skull? Right, okay. So I've found that my (laughs) traps are getting looser at the top, but my SCD? M, yeah. SCM, which is what runs on the front of your neck, is getting tighter, and I'm... Absolutely adamant that a lot of that is due to spending time with my head tilted forward, looking at my phone. Phone neck. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Horrible. Whereas you
2: naturally, with your laptop, you eye levels brought up a little bit. I think um, there's problems like more probably, more so if you use a mouse. But people still sit and slouch and mm-hmm. sit like you have their shoulders curved forward. forward. Well, posture one, yeah.
0: posture one hundred and one. ProPinFitness dot com. Google it. It's really good. ProPinFitness um, forward
1: slash posture.
0: Great article. That's I'm, <laughs> yeah, thank you. I'm surprised he didn't just quote a bit.ly link. <laughs> <laughs> right, come on. No, he's not. link after, like, after, after, after. spammers use them, <laughs> so I'm told. Goo.gls are all safe though, is that right?
2: Yeah, <laughs> I, he's told me off using bit.ly. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> multiple times. What's first up for you then? <sighs> I'm gonna say the the theme or the concept which encompasses loads of things but the concept of having a series of things that you do in order every morning before you do anything. you a, well, a morning routine. Yeah, but like, it doesn't have to be like a, it might just be one thing. Okay. like, it's, it's. I think for me having, rather than just saying I have a routine, like things that I do, it's specifically like, because I, in the morning I'm so open to, I'll pick up, my, I'm like half asleep, you're making coffee. Pick up your phone, check email. And before you know it, you've been sucked into this mm-hmm. situation at work or whatever. If I just make things as baby simple as possible for myself. Okay, so give so me like, give me a morning routine. So, okay, wake up, downstairs, coffee, journal. Phone's um, still upstairs. Phone's actually with me. Right. So I, I've I'm trying to to put less like physical barriers, and just I'm just not going to look at it. Okay. Uh, Journal Do the work Meditate Downstairs Make my girlfriend a cup of tea Mm -hmm. Make me potentially another coffee Depending on how tired I am Back upstairs Roll my yoga mat out In the bedroom While Becca's getting ready Mobility Do Ronwood Shower Downstairs
1: What's Ronwood, Johnny?
2: That's mine (laughs) Get off (laughs) (laughs) This is why it comes to so many things That's fine Uh, Prioritise for the day Start work Okay so your your a
0: concept that you think that everyone should be doing is having a morning routine, like a like a, like a launch sequence for the day. Mm. Okay, and I think how, what, how, do you, how do you briefly in sixty seconds how do you design one if you don't have if you don't have to be mobile if you don't mm. have to run your own business so you don't have to do but if how do you just get up and get your day going quickly? I think trying to not find a point where you get stuck in inertia is a big one, and the mm. phone
2: is probably the worst for that, and the TV is probably up there as well. I think things that make you feel organized and productive. Like I I feel so. it's it's all half of it may even be placebo mm-hmm. but if I've done those things by the time I'm like sat working my mind's not thinking like oh, I said I was going to blah 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 this morning like I said mm-hmm. I was going to meditate or mm-hmm. um, something's bothering me because I've kind of dealt with that first. Mm-hmm. So I try and get out my own way mentally yeah. before doing things that require me to sit and focus and be disciplined. I think that You can quite easily work out what it is that you need to do in a morning
0: it's less about the things you need to do and more about the things that you shouldn't be doing as far as i'm concerned there's certain things that you can do on a morning that will make you feel better Mm -hmm. but there's a lot of things that you can do in a morning which will make you feel a lot worse yeah like if you there's so many so many of my friends that i know that will get up on a morning and they will spend 45 minutes cycling around all of the apps on their phone Mm -hmm. clearing off all of the notifications from the day before. Like purely from a time efficiency perspective, as soon as you're traveling to wherever you need to go, you can do that then, yeah. presuming that you're not driving. Mm-hmm. And therefore you're doing two things at once as opposed to one thing at once. Such
1: mm-hmm. a good point. Because I think if you compare the worst case scenario morning where you wake up and suddenly your agenda that you were planning to do in the day gets absolutely sidelined by all of the, was it, the urgent, the urgent but not important stuff yes. that mm-hmm. comes up. And you end up, yeah, cycling through the app. So just complete. And then two hours later, you're like, well, I had plans for the day, Mm -hmm. but I've got nothing done that I needed to. And
0: I'm pretty certain that we could do a full episode on morning routine and journaling. It's a big part of what I think all three of us rely upon to get our days moving correctly. And I know that it's a keystone habit for me. If I have a good morning, the likelihood of me having a good day is by a factor of 10 more likely. Mm -hmm. Um, so if you want us to do one on morning routine, drop a message or, or give me a tweet or something and we'll, we'll put that together. I think as a sort of a little bit of a finishing point for that, the phone thing, it just comes back to it. We will be doing a number of episodes on how to not use your phone. Mm. But the main, the best thing that I've done is that I don't sleep with my phone next to me anymore. My phone is on the opposite side of the room next to the window. So for me to go and turn my phone alarm off, I have to get up and out of bed, go turn it off at the window. Then pull the blind in the window to let light into my room and then even if I get back to bed I can't go to sleep again. Like as long as you're happy with the wake up time. you feel like time. a
1: dickhead for going back to bed.
0: I don't you mind it. Space. I think I, I can go back to bed for like five minutes but I'm, I'm
2: in bright daylight now. so You can always justify yourself can't you? Justify it that like no no I I need this extra 15 minutes. Absolutely. Really that that voice
0: that voice in your head goes and then but as soon as you're asleep you don't have control over how long you're back, back in bed. Mm. Um, it's just such a bad it's a bad bad way to start the day like starting it with TV or starting it with your phone it feels like what's that thing that um, Brian Johnson cites where he says that someone smoking a spliff drops their IQ by 15 points but someone on the phone drops it by 25 so like in terms of the IQ effect that being on your phone has due to Mm. the amount of stimulus you're Brain output suffers larger than if you'd smoked a joint. That's, Put but, the phone down, pick the joint up. It's it. crazy. There's a there's a lot <laughs> there's
1: a lot of things like that where so when they say driving while texting is equivalent to driving under like six units of alcohol or yeah. whatever, sleeping with your phone in the room that you're in is equivalent to like psychologically or to the to the the impact that it has on your quality of sleep is equivalent to sleeping with your front door open. Um,
2: We've spoken about that. Yeah. I I see the point but if does anyone else feel that do you feel like when your phone's in the room we're probably so
0: not when it's it's in the room I don't think so but I definitely notice a difference when I'm sat down and I can't see my phone (laughs) like if I can see even if it's I always have it face down phone is always face down now even when I get into a meeting phone always goes face down but when I can see it, even at the peripherals of my eyes, if I'm sat watching TV or I'm sat reading a book, if the phone is face down there, I can see the black, and it it draws my mind towards thinking. That's another that.
1: thing. So in social situations, this I can't remember the, the number, but it's if a phone is even visible on the table, even if it's not in use, it still diminishes the scent, the perceived sense of connection and inter- interaction. That I tend have.
0: to. I think that you can get away with phone, wallet, maybe on yeah. top. That's probably okay. Um, I'm going to do my first one, which I think we'll all agree with, which is RomWod. Um, actually, Scobie, you might not agree with this, but I think you said the other day you're going to get back on it. You're going to yeah. get back on. So RomWod is a <coughs> daily range of motion um, programming website. Every single day they release a around about a 20-minute routine of mobility to do. It's based on yin yoga, which is a slow, slow, long-held stretches. Essentially, it's mindful stretching. Um, the reason that it's so good, I think is that it's so prescriptive mm. and it's something that everybody almost universally, whether you're an athlete or not, whether you do a lot of physical exercise or not, almost everyone ha- would benefit from having an improved range of motion from doing some stretching day to day. There's so many people that you hear that say, oh, I'd love, you know, I'd love to do some stretching, but I just either can't find time or don't know what to do. And the fact is that Romod makes it so easy for you to do it, you put it on either on your laptop or on your phone. There's a good mobile version of the site and put either headphones in or play it through the speakers and a guy talks you through the movements that you're going to do and some good-looking guys and girls on screen demonstrate them and they stay in the poses with you for the entire time and then sometimes there's controlled breathing that you have to do along with it. The It's, it's just fantastic. It's such a good resource. You have access to every workout that they've ever put out before, and you can refine those down by what's tight. So you've got a bad back, you've got a bad neck, you've got, bad, you've got tight hips, you've got tight whatever. You can put in the things that, that are bothering you and it will do a meta search through everything else and then come up with a routine that it thinks is good for your selection of routines. And um, yeah, I think uh, when I started doing CrossFit, which is functionally a more demanding sport in terms of my range of motion, I my mobility is still not good enough, but was terrible from years of not looking after it. And now if you can imagine the stretch that you do that you used to be able to do in school where you put your hand one hand goes up and behind your neck and the other hand goes up your back, and I was never able to get my hands to touch behind my back. Whereas now quite easily from cold I can fall into it. If you're just listening, you'll have to imagine how lovely that looked. Um but yeah. I can't do yeah. that. Can you do work? archer arms? I'm seeing it this morning. Straight in, nice. perfect. And you, you were miles away, right? I was, yeah. At the start of the year, the one I still can't do is eagle arms. Yeah, yeah. I
2: think that's because the dimensions I'm of you two so long, titanically muscular. Yeah, you are You're fucking huge. No, so tell me it's, about It's Ron my Wad. it's internal rotation on one side's worse. Is it? Yeah, My Right. I think for me, Romwad is the same benefit as having as outsourcing my training and nutrition to a coach. Mm-hmm. In the sense that, like, I think mobility because there are so many different ways resources. Uh, methodologies and like schools of thought and how you should manage it it's so easy to get caught up so much in it that you just don't do anything or you do something and overthink it and worry that it's not the best way to do it mm-hmm. so for me it's having someone else has put at least some level of thought into it mm-hmm. there's some kind of I can feel some kind of progression so the, the poses get, are getting gradually easier as mm-hmm. we were discussing um, and crucially for me I think it's not it's not intrusively painful or really challenging, it's quite relaxing. It it can be challenging, it's the exact right level of challenging. It, exactly. So you don't come away from it thinking like bloody hell or like dread doing it. Mm-hmm. Like I quite like having it as part of my morning. There's a couple. Today the first pose was if you can imagine
0: side splits basically. It was you went straight into a standing straddle, which is your feet as wide apart as you can standing up straight and then lowering down on your hands. And to go into that from cold mm. it's not it's not horribly challenging, but it's pretty tough. And you have to kind of really focus on your breath. And th- the benefits that I think would me and you, Johnny, have seen from it, and I think scone your... Uh, uh, <laughs> I think your benefits from yoga like, over the fixed. years... They might call them scone. Scone? It's just the scone, isn't it? It's <laughs> a crumbly old scone. The scone. The scone, the lemon. Um, yeah, I think, I think that the benefits that all of us have seen from yoga and mobility over the years justify... Doing this, um, you can get a seven day free trial. Uh, the links to everything, by the way, links to everything will be in the description below. Um, where we can find discount codes, we'll put them in. If not, then grit your teeth and uh, and buy it all. wrong one's
2: so cheap for what you get.
0: Was it seven dollars a month? Four to 14 dollars a bit more, yeah. 10 pounds, 10 pound 10, 10, pa- 10 pounds a month for you to have basically someone deliver you a fantastic yoga workout every but single month. You morning. and I
2: would pay. Him- what ten quid a yoga session per week? Yeah. So we're paying forty pounds a month for four hours of yoga, and now we pay ten pounds a month for daily. It's not the same. It's not exactly the same. And you can get free yoga online. Yes. But I think the um, how easy it is, how accessible it is, the level of programming involved, mm-hmm. and, and it looks good as it's well. It's Nice, yeah. yeah. It's a it's nice a, thing to use. It's a good experience, and mm-hmm.
0: that's part and parcel of it. The platform's simple. Um, so yeah, you should you should definitely check it out. It's got a seven day free trial. Um, for sure and then every so often they might even bump that up CrossFit Open is starting soon I'm going to guess that they'll probably do maybe a 14 day around about then mm. so if you wait until the back end of February then that'll probably be a good shout
2: Do you want to give the anti-Romward?
1: I originally didn't like Romward because of the lack of focus on the breath and the lack of the flow between poses. Since then Romward seems to have improved that and they've taken more influence from yoga but the biggest thing, is, as Johnny said, is there's value in just having a prescriptive routine to do, regardless of what it is. Like, you're just going to turn up and do it. And it's the other value in doing a yoga class rather than trying to yoga on your own, where you're much more likely to give in quicker or just to mm-hmm. be paralyzed by choice and just think, oh, I'm just not going to bother. <laughs> exactly as you said, like people are, oh, I, I want to go into some stretching, but I, I just don't know where to start or what to do. Mm-hmm. And it's like... If you just like, well, watch this video and do what the man is doing. Yeah, exactly. I think and
0: there's there's a, a an underlying assumption here or an underlying problem, and you guys, Propane, wrote an article. Just stick to the program, and I think the point is that I don't remember writing that,
2: but I'm more than happy to admit take that, credit. That I did write it. <laughs> Past Johnny, yeah. did it. I must. Have, um, I mean, I must have done.
0: And yeah, it was uh, it was really really good. And basically, what it says is that if you've got something which is a system which works, or something which is a system which is prescriptive and laid out stick to it long term because people are too too prepared to flip between different approaches to anything that they're trying to achieve and within the space of two weeks they, they didn't see progress.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, There's entry barriers to everything that you're doing. Well, we get it with clients a lot and they, they complain about the results they didn't get from the program that they didn't follow. <laughs> <laughs> and, there we go. And it's just like, well if you stuck to something enough to see the result you'd be able to make the decision yourself as to whether it's working but or not. yeah
2: the place to be in is to be able to say that didn't work or that did work and if you can say neither chopping and changing doesn't give you the privilege to say either mm-hmm. so I actually gave up RonWod Chris will remember this day mm-hmm. That's sad. I messaged him I was like Chris got some terrible news I'm going to stop doing RonWod and it was just I think probably just out of not really seeing much benefit from it mm-hmm. after six months Changed, did something a little bit different, and then decided to come back to ROMOD. And funnily enough, another two or three months, and sort of all these improvements have come through at once. Mm-hmm. And that just shows that like it took me, it literally nearly took me a year mm-hmm. of doing it, but suddenly but a, lot, a lot of the poses feel much easier. Mm-hmm. I
0: started to see improvements fairly quickly, I'd say, although they manifested themselves in my performance a lot later. But no, ROMOD, you should try mm-hmm. it. If ROMOD isn't for you, or if for some reason you can't access it, then find yourself a similarly prescriptive stretching routine that you do consistently. But Ronwood, as far as we're concerned, has been the, the
1: most effective one that we've
2: I, I can't do, because I know your suggestion is like, find a yoga routine online and follow that. I just can't do that. I you, don't find You could
1: any... do, but I think the best thing is go to a class because it's just the most foolproof yeah. way. But a lot less
0: convenient. You can't do that, especially because I like doing Ronwood first thing in the morning mm. upon waking. Mm. Like, it's a lot less appropriate. I
2: think they're trying to do different things. Yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I think um, Ramrod's a 20 to 20 minute maintenance prep. routine. Yeah. yeah.
1: Ramrod seems more performance specific as yeah. well and I think if you're doing it for performance benefits and you are a lifter, weightlifter, crossfitter, powerlifter, bodybuilder then definitely mm-hmm. Ramrod is the one. Mm-hmm.
0: Right, what's next for you, Scott?
1: So, I've been I've just had a look through my list and everything falls into capture habits or media consumption. Okay.
0: So let's go media consumption. I want one I want one one from the top and three from the bottom, please. <laughs> oh god, okay. A
1: consonant and a vowel. Media consumption. So you know what I'm gonna have to cover capture first because I'm just ignoring you. You're gonna bareface again. Carol, Carol, <laughs> I said <laughs> So the way that you Know which media to even consume is through your capture process. So um, either what using? either stuff that trusted people send you and yep. you know is going to be good. I put it into which the, is open to abuse, which open to abuse. But I'll, I'll put it into a play queue. It's either a read queue or a play queue. This is done through Toby, which is a Chrome browser extension. You then can split things into libraries of things to watch, things to listen to, things to read. Um, you can then, if you want to, allocate them on the top or the bottom as to different varies varying grades of Procrastination. Either it's full bait, like really procrastination, really procrastin so frustration, um, <laughs> or um, procrastinatory. Quite, yeah, or quite so uh, for, for productive on the top. I the didn't Tory. understand
0: you. You installed Toby on my laptop, and I, I still didn't understand what it was until the other day. Toby is basically it's kind of like a bookmark manager. Sort it's, of. It's a combination between a bookmark manager and a reading list that is displayed nicely and visually. On your new tab page. Yeah. So every time you open, every time you command and T um, a new tab open on Chrome, you see the things that you potentially should be doing or some of the things that you can do to stop yourself from doing the things you should be doing.
1: Yeah, exactly. So the, the purpose of that is that you've captured and you've eliminated the decision of what should I read? What should I watch? Whatever. It's you sit down, you you've taken that micro decision out of every moment mm-hmm. and you just have it there you have a cue that's ready We're to work. Getting it out of the head again it's david <clears throat> allen all over again yeah, right exactly.
0: so you, the brain the brain isn't tremendously good at remembering things it's good at decision making and doing mm-hmm. so it doesn't want to have to store the reminder of the or the, the memory of this is why like what should i be doing it's get it in front of you get it out and crack on
1: totally and the other th- sorry
2: how do you so you talked about capture yeah how does it go from so if chris sends you a funny cat video mm-hmm. how does that end up in toby
1: so copy the link add it into toby okay so
2: that part's um, you haven't got anything just manually collect the automatically collecting things in your world so I,
1: I have with with some things where if i'm listening to actually this is kind of the next stage so um, <laughs> so so you, you have the capture it also means that it minimizes your your procrastination because you're not going to be just randomly surfing the internet because you've got a list of things that are vetted and you want to be reading or listening or watching. So mm-hmm. lectures, audiobooks, that kind of thing is what I'm into. Um as I so Toby is for stuff on browsers. MP three audiobook player is something that isn't a phone app. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that
0: sounds really snide. It is very snide. Is um, it? Yeah. But, it, it, but that's why it works.
1: It, yeah, it works very well. You, there's many MP3 audiobooks that you can get, or YouTube has a huge number of audiobooks for free. Yeah. And if you use YouTube to MP3 converter, you can download them into an MP3, put it on your phone. Mm-hmm. When you play, it'll store your spot, and there's also a sleep timer. You can adjust the speed as well, so it's a full... Sounds, it's audibly. sounds a lot like Audible. It's, yeah. Audible. it's, <laughs> audible. it's <laughs> audible. Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's
0: Audible for when you've downloaded it yourself. Exactly,
1: it's snarly audible. And I use Audible too, so mm. which is excellent. So um,
2: Is there anything on that's not on Audible that you can get on MP3? There's a number of things that you
0: can't that Audible's only got two hundred thousand titles. I'm aware that they're the main two hundred thousand yeah. and anyone who's releasing a book now is releasing it on Audible as well. But two hundred thousand titles in the entirety
2: of our liter- literacy history mm. history is not tremendously like yeah. comprehensive, is it? But I just would have thought that the limitation for that is that they aren't an audiobook rather than they aren't an audio. Combination
1: probably. Mm. Combination. But that's so the reason I got audible is for modern titles that right. are harder to get through it's YouTube. A charge YouTube will tend to have classics. Um so if you want to listen to like Aldous Huxley or um you know any kind of old novels or anything like that? There will be no, some old that. school British man reading it out on there. So you've got to- you've got Toby for capture. Um, Toby for capture. What's up? What's up next,
0: Johnny? What's your next one? Oh wow! Yeah. Um, where, where'd you oh, get where you get Toby? Is it just Google like Toby Chrome extension? Yeah, exactly.
2: Cool. <coughs> um, I had a really good one a second ago. I'll talk. I'll it's. I'll link it to that which is, is just something that I decided to do. What was the thing I was going to say? Ah, got it. Sorry. Hmm, fine. Um, so with Captcha and the David Allen, Allen thing, mm-hmm. um, there's, there's definitely, and this, this applies to anyone, I think you have stuff that is just accumulating in your life every day, all the time. Someone says something to you, message pops up, email, whatever, stuff to do. And I think like as much as we'd all like to always have something there to capture it and write it down, we don't always have that. Mm-hmm. So there's, a, there's two things, there's a, an, a PDF and there's a podcast that David Allen's done, which is a guided, brain dump, guided mind sweep. So there's a podcast of him literally just talking and he goes through things. He's like, okay, professional life. Think about things that were said to you yesterday. Look at your calendar over the last week. Mm-hmm. And it sounds weird. But if you sit with a bit of paper, like a blank document, and just listen, the stuff that comes out of your head, of like like something that someone said to me ten days ago that yeah. I would have completely totally you know, the sort of thing that you just sat watching TV and suddenly goes like, ah, oh, damn it, <laughs> yeah. yeah, prevents that. Gone.
0: I think a, a lot of the time when I'm meditating, I'll sit down and meditate, and I'll have an idea that'll come to me or a memory of something that I need to do for later in the day, mm. and it's that silencing of the amount of uh, stimulus that we've got going on. So suddenly. Sti- it- yeah. Front of mind, and, and you go, oh,
1: fuck. Mm.
0: And then once I finish meditating, it's there. It is still there. And I think spending a little bit of time with a with a bit of silence, or actually um, rechecking through the last few days of mm. inputs, um, is probably a pretty good idea. If you so don't it,
1: get that stuff out of your head, it does create this background hum. Definitely, definitely. It it accum- it time, accumulates so it-
0: just. Uh, there's something that I need to do, but I can't remember what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's just, exactly. it's, just yeah.
2: A, it's just a chronic version so, of that. So doing, doing that like a couple of times a week, I think just really helps. Where can people just, find that? If you search David Allen, Google David Allen guided mind sweep. Okay. There's a, there's a literally, there's, there's a PDF that I've just got saved on my desktop. And you just look down a list of things <laughs> and you're like, fuck. Yeah. And it, it, it makes you feel so basic <laughs> because you're like, that's obviously just sat in my subconscious mm-hmm. ready to, ready to pop up at some point but it just needed triggering Mm -hmm.
0: okay next up um, I'm gonna do Optimize hey Hey, guys guys. (laughs) Um, so Optimize.me is a website by a guy called Brian Johnson who is not the lead singer of uh, ACDC he he might be well he might be but I'm pretty certain he's not unless he's leading an outlandish double life as a bald American guy that's a life coach and also a a bald American rocker from Newcastle (laughs) Um, so it's, it's a website where he summarizes books and concepts. Um, there's so much, I think he's topped 500 book summaries now. Yeah, there's a lot. His intention is to do a thousand. That's his goal to do a thousand. He's done 500. A lot of them are nonfiction, self-help, personal development, spirituality, but it goes full range of topics. He's done ones on, um, breath methods, uh, endurance running, Bodybuilding, a lot of stuff, like all the classics in terms of personal development. David Allen's book's on there. We've been talking about How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. He's got masterclasses as well, is not he? That's, so what, that's what's really good and I think mm-hmm. that Johnny, that when you were on it, Optimize, that's what you liked. So yeah. if you can imagine that this guy is doing around about every week to every five days is releasing a book summary and then around about every month to every two months he will compile 10, around about ten key concepts within a field And he'll then release a masterclass. So if you can imagine that he skims the the top filtering of the best stuff out of each book and then skims the top filtering of each book into a concept. And that is what creates the masterclass. So if you're the sort of person who maybe struggles to read or sink themselves into a book for an extended period of time, this, which was me, is me still, was me specifically a year and a bit ago and still is me now, This is really, really useful because you just get the key take-home points with some really, really good examples. So I'll go through 10 10 key um, lessons within a particular concept, usually from 10 separate books, maybe a couple that'll cross over. So let's say, Breathing 101, Nutrition 101, Sleeping 101, Depression 101, um, How to Make a Habits, Anxiety, everything. And all of this stuff's backed by whichever book he's been in. So you get the best of the best displayed in maybe a 90 minute, either MP3 or a video. Um, and the amount of resources that you get with it is really impressive. There's a workbook that's attached with each masterclass. There's a poster that comes that's attached with each book. You can either read a blog version of most of the book summaries, which is the transcript from the audio version. There's also a video version. There's a mobile partner app, which saves your position that you have if you're doing it on desktop desktop thing is really good it, it really is Um, it's a pretty powerful and overwhelming resource once you get into it I do feel like his demeanour is probably a bit testing at times mm-hmm. and that
2: might be one of the mitigating factors of why <laughs> you've stopped doing it I'm not too uh, sure yeah I think his so a lot of the books that he covered are uh, not really of interest to mm-hmm. me like, he's start, he's, recently he's done every single one of the Harry Potters right
1: really so that's, that's not, interesting
2: that's not the sort of thing you want to read a summary of <laughs> is it or well, maybe it is obviously it is otherwise Oof. you wouldn't have done it i'm not sure but like I, I think there's a lot of sort of very niche diet books that he was covering yeah like you well, know, you've the, gotta get a thousand the low out. carb solutions. Yeah, yeah and like things about you know move your dna and all this sort of thing like mm-hmm. i i get why he's doing that but it's just not interesting to me and then the, I found that a lot of the masterclasses, so this, this is going to be my next one, mm-hmm. but it's, a, there's a lot of, a lot, like a tidal wave of information. <laughs> it's terrifying. It? Like, oh, yeah. and you watch a masterclass and you're like, fucking hell, like, it's going to take me a month to just apply all of that to stuff. To disseminate 90 minutes. <laughs> yeah. And it's all, it's like a, there almost needs to be a syllabus and a curriculum to sit, if you want to actually a university. do stuff with it. Yeah. 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 Like, it's How like would... a three year course, isn't it? Realistically. This is, we come back to watching things on multiple times speed.
1: Which is yeah we, well, we so, can we can go through that so my, well my point about mm-hmm. Brian Johnson which is also my next thing which is that I, so I signed up for Optimise as well I think we've all had an account at one point we've all right? had an yeah, account um, I've still got one got like his demeanour is a bit difficult and the masterclasses is too much of a wave of information and that's simply which, for the car. you to say that for <laughs> you, <laughs> you to say that there's too I much mean, information my, yeah I, I've made it my business over the last five years to um, <laughs> assimilate large amounts of information. <laughs> It well, not, not by choice. Just I, so for anyone who's literally know me, your business, I <laughs> I am a medical student, and people describe studying medicine like drinking from a fire hose. Um, so the goal is to try and just catch as much as you can, and it's very stressful. But um, yeah, the the problem is every book that is summarised, we have to remember that's somebody's life work, somebody's life. Research project or whatever, and he's trying to put putting them. ten of them into an hour and, yeah, and a half. Maybe, well, maybe it's even sometimes lasts forty five minutes,
2: <laughs> and there'll be like eleven points that each have four or five books to support.
1: So what happens is you don't get the time under tension, you don't get the time of exposure when you're listening to summaries to really fully assimilate the information and integrate it into your life. And mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that was the it, it's great because you hear it, you're like, oh wow, these are all fantastic ideas, but it's if you get stuck in that, it's just quite masturbatory because you're not really, it's just a bunch of like inspiring self-help stuff. It, you're like, it well, turns create. into,
0: it turns into cliche sayings and, and headline concepts rather than understood actable um, habits and changes, yeah. isn't it? Exactly. Um, and that, that's interesting. So what's up next? So my,
1: so my workflow to solve that is I've gone back to listening to full audiobooks. Giving myself full time under exposure, I'm not doing two times speed as much or, or three times speed in some You're going to have to, to explain cases.
0: why you were even doing that in the first place. Uh,
1: just simply the mindless acquisition of efficiency and cramming more information in one. Um, <laughs> so you were, you were using, you were using. I think YouTube, YouTube natively has a speed up speed, right? Y- yeah, but I've got a, I've got a little hack for that as well, which m- moves it up to four times speed. But i um What I'll, can you listen I'll, at four times speed? Could you actually understand it? It depend, Depends on the speaker. Some people... But, normal ca- but a normal, ca- a normal <laughs>
0: cadence. Could any? Could you understand anyone at four times speed?
1: Non, <coughs> only non-technical information. When you start learning about, like, you're trying to do, like, physiology of um, urination and you're listening to it on four times speed, you're like, hang on, I'm just going to have to listen to this four times on four times speed. So. <laughs> so this is pointless. Um, so I've slowed things down. It's imagining the... <laughs>
2: <laughs> you, you sat in your room holding on to the side of my seat <laughs> and, just, <laughs> and you're like <laughs> ah, we we'll have to dial we'll it back a little bit we've we'll got three and a half slow
1: realisation we'll got three and a half being beaten by urination the, the flatmates would always like they'd come in and just hear like <laughs> and then they'd always take the face verbal like, diarrhoea <laughs> um, so so, so, <laughs> it's, so it's, slow things down Yeah. audiobooks I then take notes and summaries as I go along just in a little Apple notes file on my phone or whatever just some of the key points, put that into an Evernote file, and then set a reminder through Evernote, which gives you an option to set a note to have a date to Mm -hmm. remind you when it sends you an email and a a push notification to then be the review. And so then you can take the actionable points that you've taken in context and you've learned in a bit more of a structured skeleton, Mm -hmm. and then try and action them individually. And once you've done that, you clear the reminder and you move on to the next thing, and I think Johnny is the best person I've ever seen at just implementing information. Um, I just mindlessly index information. I've got hundreds of book summaries, hundreds of um, stuff that I've summarized. i I've Never seen anyone
0: anyone's collection of work that they've done themselves. <laughs> that is so, so vast. Yeah, it's it, crazy. It's
1: vast, and it's helpful that sometimes, if, you know, with Q and A with my clients, for example, I, I very often. I can't think of many times where I've not had an answer for a question that a client has asked yeah. because of the reasons. Such a broad field to draw on, right? Yeah, which is helpful. But to How actually, many notes? So I've got 2,300 notes on Evernote. How many notebooks? Uh, let's see.
0: You might as well do Evernote straight after this. Just let yeah. this flow into Evernote because if anyone doesn't know <laughs> how Evernote works, oh, they're going to be confused. It,
1: it's, a, it's an external brain. It's a prosthetic <laughs> brain. Um, I've got... <laughs> Yeah, and it's a USB drive for for you, your not yeah, it? Yeah, exactly. Fifty-eight notebooks, two th- two, three, four, five notes. How would nice you feel
2: yeah. in a in a single word, if you can, if Evernote went down forever?
1: It it has in the past, so you have to take backups.
2: Okay, so let's say in, oh, you mean if, the, if, if one, it was lost, if it was irrever- irreversibly lost, all of your backups and all of them was I would gone. just have to start again Like yeah, how would you way. feel that doesn't say it's,
1: it's the same way as like your house burning down like it's um, the, the, the thing is would you
0: rather your house burn down or your Evernote
1: be oh,
2: removed
1: it's, it's a tough question it really is <laughs> I,
2: see, I think when you and I travel together and we both have our laptops with us. Mm. I don't know anyone else who feels so like I won't leave my laptop in a car or like carry my backpack with my laptop in. Mm-hmm. You're worse than me. And it's because there's all of your Evernote mm-hmm. in there as well.
1: Look, luckily, Evernote is backed up and it's single yeah. the and cloud everything. Mm-hmm. But so right, but take yeah, us take right. us
2: through do
0: 120 seconds on what Evernote is. Go. On.
1: Okay. Evernote is a way to it's a word processor, but also a way to index any of those documents into folders, subfolders, tags. Um, there's a you, you can find any of those notes in very quickly. The search function is very powerful. So, mm-hmm. so
0: most people have been exposed to notes on iPhone or whatever the equivalent is on Android, yeah. right? It's, and
1: it's a very, very, very effective version of that, right? Like, it's a very yeah very indexable and effective form of that, mm-hmm. and the thing that blows my mind is you have people who are otherwise seemingly intelligent that are so basic bitch with collecting their notes. You talk about the guys that are
0: are your uh, peers in university, right? I'll I'll
1: be sat in a lecture and there's three, four hundred medics in there who are all supposedly people that have been selected for their academic (laughs) aptitude and they're all sat there with a flipping Microsoft Word document for every new lecture and you're like (laughs) Open. New. Save as. Really upsets me.
0: And it's just like So if you're a student
1: forget flipping Evernote. like even, Evernote and Google e- Drive, right? Uh, even everyone who I've told to do it, they're always like, oh no, you, 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 and then they'll get it and they'll be like, oh my God, I wish I got Evernote. It's synced across,
0: across your phone, your iPad, your laptop. It's hosted in exactly. the cloud. You can put images in. It's, as, oh, and this
1: Evernote Web Clipper as well. So if you're on oh, the web is fantastic. and you're like, oh, I want to save that article. You press one key and it saves it to your Evernote and it, it'll detect based on the words in the note what notebook it should go in, based mm. on the context of the other notes. Or here, you can but... change it quite easily. So yeah. that's
2: one feature of a note that I don't use. It's good. is fantastic. I just never, I don't ever find myself in a position where I look at something and think, "I'll read that
0: later." But what I do is, I a lot of the time I sign up for things that are member-only access and then cancel it okay. in seven days and snip them into your evernote, and then I've got them. One we, more thing. I'm sorry. Go
1: oh, ahead. Scannable. So, yeah. That's is that what I was going to say. So, well, mm. is that your next thing? i like you'll <laughs> do a much better service than I. <laughs> um, just. How often have you been asked to like provide proof of address or what's your NHS number? In fact, today I've been asked for proof of address and my NHS number, both of which I got within five seconds. Right? <laughs> as, a, Whereas, as a junior doctor who's an Arab, that probably happens quite a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas in the past, this you you know, to try and get hold of that or get a hold of your birth certificate or something like that, you have to go through the special drawer, find the thing. Whereas if you just have all of your admin documents in one Thing, and you can get your national insurance number or any of that stuff
0: just and you hold that in Evernote right
1: you can do right. so you can, oh, is that where you hold it <coughs> yeah so right. Scannable will allow you to just upload Scannable's fantastic mm. I use Microsoft
0: fantastic. Lens which is the same thing but Scannable by Evernote
2: yeah so it just puts it straight into Evernote
0: yeah Yeah. a little bit more
2: so I, when you so I think the first thing to mm-hmm. mention is probably a lot of the stuff you and I have is because of you yeah absolutely <laughs> Like we, get, we, we have trickle down productivity tools <laughs> yeah 'Cause what you were saying there about like people sit sat in lectures on with Microsoft Word, all the difference between them and you is you just have a questioning mind when it comes to that. I think you look at that and think, There's gotta be a better way to do that. I'm gonna bloody walk. Well I think find I'm just really it. intolerant. Like
1: like <laughs> well, I open a Microsoft Word document and that fifteen seconds that it takes to is launch. Absolutely, I'm absolutely crucifying. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, a good a good point that I, the story that I love about what you did before you went to go and do your medical degree was that you absolutely pounded that like Russian m- oh, memory <laughs> system, or whatever it is, that was where it. you've got a mind palace now. That
1: was a big undertaking. That was one of one of the hardest courses. <laughs> Do 60 seconds on that. Oh, man. So okay. you've got a mind palace. <clears throat> yeah, so the, the it's a Russian memory system that allows you to geometrically increase the, uh, the capacity for... The, the, the problem is, it's not like, oh, you read it and it'll improve your memory. It's a technique. So it's not like a... It's, one, it's learning
0: one, how to bench. It's not getting a three hundred kilo one rep max. Yeah, exactly.
1: Right. But um, there's a lot of tools in there. But it's, it's just it's very laborious and very. How long. many volumes was it? Was it multiple volumes? Yeah, so maybe 30, 40 volumes or something. Uh, this isn't good, oh. this isn't
2: presented in like nice polished Vimeo videos. There's not PDFs. Like oh, the old Russian texts, <laughs> yeah. dusty cellar yeah. somewhere. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's very very good stuff though. It's so okay. going to run through you and the listeners through this quick experiment. So I want you guys to, between you, think of 10 objects. So 1 to 10. Before you do, I'm going to give you a skeleton to hook these onto. Bun, shoe, tree, door, hive, sticks, heaven, gate, pine, hen. Okay. You can remember those, those words because they are rhyming with 1 to 10. Yeah. There's no way it. So I, one bun, two shoe, three tree, four door, five hive, six sticks, seven heaven, eight gate, nine pine, ten hen. Okay. I've I've already forgotten. Yeah. T- no, you you'll you'll remember them. Uh,
2: one door. No bun I, do it's, tree <laughs> door.
0: I'll get I'll get three and five. Tree. So. Just just so that Dicks. I can just so that I can explain <laughs> what happened. We went to da- we went to David Lloyd. We needed to remember the code to get out of David oh, Lloyd God. in the car park. I asked Scone what it was, and he just shouted two words at me.
2: <laughs>
0: what was it? It was twenty
1: three. Yeah, and you just shouted. 023 z- zero two three? Yeah, and he <laughs> shouted. Um, Tamara probably. It that, that's because that's when you you convert the the numbers to syllables. Which but and anyway, do you ever that- feel
0: like you're around Rainman? <laughs> <laughs>
1: I can't. Well, well, well. The, the, the number was, was, was uh, Tamara. Was, allowed me to with the, but okay. that's, that's that's a different system. That's a bit more um, upfront learning investment. Just explain
2: as a as a concept. So you, there's, that's your framework. Okay. And then a bun becomes a lamp. And What's that's the how reason? you remember a lamp? What's the reason for you attaching yeah. something visual to it?
1: Because memory works on resonance, um, whereas we think it works on just sheer attrition or like repetition. Brute force. Yeah. Now, even repetition or even stuff that you think you learn an isolated fact is always hooked onto some existing thing within your structure of your brain. So, the way that you have like an electrical circuit um, or re- resonance, so you have like a, a guitar string, and if you play a frequency that's the same frequency as that, the guitar string will start to vibrate as well. So, you need the existing thing in your brain and then the trigger to go and retrieve that.
0: Okay. Um, so, just a more efficient way of finding yeah, what exactly. it is that you're looking for. Now,
1: you already have the numbers 1 to 10 in your mind, and you already have the ability to rhyme in your mind. Mm-hmm. So, 1 and bun. So, that's conceptual? That's, yeah, that, that's conceptual. You can generate that at any time. Mm-hmm. Whereas, you, you want the trigger to find out what the object 1 was. Mm-hmm. And so, you say, OK, 1, bun, that's the, the hook, that's the retrieval system. Mm-hmm. And then that will resonate with the image that you've created. Of Of, the lamp bun. Of the lamp bun, and then it comes back and completes the circuit. Okay,
2: so that's, okay, so that's, you have ten things, you want to remember ten things. Yeah. That's a framework you use. Yeah. Do you always use bun for one?
1: I don't use that system. That's, that's just like the... That's the basic oh, on, that's, yeah. The yeah. Entry, that's the entry level <laughs> one. On. The, the you've got, once me. you've got your fourth Dan
0: degree black belt, <laughs> <laughs> you actually forget the numbers altogether.
1: Well, location is a good way to do it. So you'd remember, you think of a room that you know. So you'd come into the room, you'd walk clockwise around the room, identify 20 objects within the room. The first object has... Um, identify five pieces within the object. So like, let's say it's a laptop. You'd think like the top bit, the camera, the screen the keyboard, the trackpad, and the USB port. Mm -hmm. So those are the different objects. You then zoom in, you attach another object to each of them, and you create a chain for each part of the object. Mm -hmm. So then one object has the capacity for 125 bits of information. Mm -hmm. And so that's one object within a room of 20 objects. Mm -hmm. So then one room has 125 times 20 um, capacity for bits of data. Can you tell us about the time that you went into the gym with your ball end up? (laughs)
2: <laughs> so, just to bring everything back, down just to away. yeah.
1: Um, I had some of the shorts that doesn't really have a proper fly, and so it's very easy to to just slip out. And so I walked into the big crowded room in the gym um, for. A, I was in there for a good ten minutes, and then I realised that um, I'd come out to play, and, and it was a, it. Was a, it was a, <laughs> It was a problem, and now I'm on the sex offenders register.
0: So <laughs> that's not, you're not really that you? was not a life hack, was it? And that just, to, just to totally I'm not right. really good. good luckily. You're fine because yeah. yeah. because he would have had to have notified us before the podcast began but
1: yeah. because you're both vulnerable adults that, um, yeah, but you yeah, might
0: touch
2: inappropriate, absolutely. right, Johnny, you're up for sex, mm. so relate okay, again, related to consuming media. I see all the time, and I nearly did this for myself, people setting a goal, which is like, I'm going to read this many books this year, mm-hmm. or I'm going to do this, this, this many, whatever, like consume this amount of information. Mm-hmm. And I think something that I, a question that I always used to have, which is related to what Yusuf was just saying, is like, you read this book, you take these notes, then like, well, what do you do with those notes? Or what's the point of that? Unless you're reading it in in some way like unless the book is in and of itself just a pleasure read mm-hmm. like most people read self-help books because they want help with something mm-hmm. to do with themselves. so not having a way to apply that was something that i struggled with for a long time so the way that i changed reading um is something related to something that i got from a guy called garrett white which i'll talk about in the next the next round but it's simply just reading to the point of having what he calls a revelation, which is just something. And you have this all the time when you read or consume information, you have something that for whatever reason has an impact on you, resonates with you, makes you then like triggers a a chain of thoughts related to that thing. And then once that happens, once might take two minutes, might take 40 minutes, Mm -hmm. stop reading, go to Evernote. And I have notebooks for themes. So like... Fitness and training mindset. Exactly, Yeah. And in each of those notebooks or in each of those notes is just a series of pieces of information. I write down the thing that I heard in bold and then just a few notes in my own words beneath that. And then I'll put, if there's something associated with it, there usually is an action associated with it. Like, um, for example, today it was change some change the about page on propanefitness.com related to a podcast that was completely unrelated to marketing in any way. But that then goes in my Trello. So I add it to my Apple reminders, which is synced with if this and that through to Trello. Mm-hmm. And then I know that I have a process in the morning when I prioritize my day that I'll at some point get through that. We're still talking about getting things out of our head again, though, here, aren't we? It's, a, it's the same thing, but it's, it's a way of making uh, sure that things that I put into my
0: head don't absolutely. stay stuck in there. Absolutely. Yeah. The, uh, what was interesting, did you see the Tim Ferriss thing? I think it was what he did last week. And he talks <clears> about <throat> um, how he deals with information overload. And one of the yeah, things that cool. he says, he uses this tagline, the good shit sticks. Mm-hmm. and it's like mm-hmm. you do consume a lot of information if you're in any way inclined to reading a lot or, or chasing down the sort of self-help rabbit hole so to speak as I guess we are that you do end up becoming so overwhelmed with information that you can't pull it back out and you worry well I've read this book and it was a thousand words a thousand pages long and I think well, oh, god what have I got out the other side of this and uh, Tim Ferriss's piece of advice was if it's not if you read all of those pages and nothing comes out the other side of it, then don't worry. And if you read one book and you get 10 concepts out of it, then that's fine because the good shit
2: sticks. Um, I think that's a really like mm. interesting... I, I really agree with him. I think the only part of it that I disagree with, and this might just be his ability or my inability, is there's definitely notes that I've made on previous books I've looked back over and gone like, oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. And so what, I try, what I'm trying to do is just by the time I've finished a book, I've either already applied everything that i've learned from that book in some way or i have uh, you know at some point in the next couple of months mm-hmm. it will be applied mm-hmm. and i'd far rather have like one book a year mm-hmm. that's totally improved one part of my life like relationships yeah productivity whatever sleep whatever than have 10 books that i forget about okay so let's do that's, that's
1: an important thing like making this balance between acquisition of information and application mm. and some people are too far one way, some people too far the other way. I'm yeah. too far in the acquisition, not enough application. Some people read a book every five years, and so maybe they need to... Obsess over mm-hmm. them a little bit, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> right, let's, do, let's
0: do a full round. We'll do a final round for this episode. Okay. And we will do a full round on the most basic one that you can think of. So my most basic one to get started would be prepping your food every okay. day. And it's something that not everybody does, but the benefits of prepping your food are so ridiculously large. From an economic perspective, from a time perspective, from a dietary control perspective, from a mood perspective, um, if you get up on a morning and instead of eating your breakfast whilst watching the TV, the time that it takes you to eat your breakfast, I promise you, if you have a coffee, wait for the coffee to cool and have a normal sized breakfast that doesn't take too much cooking, you will be able to wash up yesterday's washing up, cook your food for the day, and pack it by the time you've eaten your breakfast and had your coffee. It takes about, four, about half an hour to 40 minutes or so. And by that time, you've done two things that you needed to do on the morning, but one of them will benefit you for the entire rest of the day. So batch cook your food together. Make sure that you've got chicken defrosted in the morning, or you've got your meat for the day. You've got some sort of carb sauce, potatoes, or whatever it might be, and then throw some vegetables in. And you can just boil everything away while you're thinking about your day and you're cooking your food, doing whatever. I really
1: admire how consistent you are with that.
0: It's just habit. It's just force of habit for me now. And it's been so drilled into me that when I see people, some of the guys will have to leave the office at four o'clock in the afternoon to go cook, to go to to a restaurant and have food. And that's sweet. If you're eating out, that's fine. You can also plan to eat out. And yeah, maybe you're going to end up wasting some food every so often because you've cooked food and then you end up going out for a meal. But... The price you that you pay for, over the next the price that you pay for for wasting the food that you're maybe not going to be able to eat and you're gonna to have to throw away is far lower than the price that you're gonna to have to pay by not cooking the food mm-hmm. and then all you have to eat that then your dietary controls a lot less um, so yeah just in whatever um, to whatever degree that you can try and prep at least one meal a day even if it's just your lunch let's say that you that you're working a, a more typical job daytime job, eat your breakfast on the morning you can prep your lunch and come home to cook and eat your tea Uh, it's to me it's just such a no-brainer i know that you guys are are on and off with your food prep the
1: thing is like that that's just our failing because it's i'm completely sold on the idea like it's a money saver time saver and eliminates the possibility for you to go off the rails with your diet because the decision's made for you at the start of the day like Mm -hmm. it's such a like well, so many how benefits come how it. come how come you don't tend to do it then? the reason I don't do it now is because I, I well I do, I do the next best thing which is ready meals yeah. plus like a protein booster or a, a veg booster or whatever mm-hmm. which works for me but like I'd very much want to get back into like I I'm, I do prep occasionally like every third day mm-hmm. but it's not as clockwork as you like I would do I'll put things in a slow cooker mm-hmm. i put just chicken lemon rosemary and sweet potato into a slow cooker leave it for 12 hours mm-hmm. it's tender and ready to go yeah um Okay, so have you thought of a basic one? Yeah, shoehorn. Shoehorn! <laughs> this, this is one of my favourite. Can you remember your Facebook status from Roughly. five years ago? So if you consider the time it takes to put your shoe on, with a shoehorn, and then without a shoehorn, so and, and the, the the amount of skin that you lose on the back of your thumb as well, trying to thumb you... Thumb, thumb, it, in, your thumb it in, trying to thumb Does it in. Does a shoehorn help, help you softly, thumb it in? So much better. Really? Yeah, you oh, don't even need okay. a thumb for it. Um, <laughs> okay. So the way that we um, is, is it amortizes the the cost of a shoehorn is you you work out the amount of time that you number of times that you put your shoes on every day, four times a day on average. Yep. Number of time number amount of time that it takes to put your shoe on without a shoehorn, twenty seconds total, mm-hmm. or let's say twenty. 20 no, twenty seconds 20, between two shoes, I think. Twenty seconds between two shoes. Now the saving will be about seventeen seconds times four. Multiply that out by a a year at your hourly wage. The cost of the the shoehorn pays for itself. The 69p that you pay for a shoehorn on eBay will pay for itself very quickly. So I like it. Surely like on day
2: one, it'll pay for itself. Maybe. uh, Probably. uh, Is that
1: amortization? Yeah. Yes. Well,
2: (laughs) we'll not get into that. What's yours? I want to do two things. Fine. Both. You'll laugh at Maybe both of them. Fantastic. Even um, I look, I like so tomorrow. this is this is for people who work in an office. Okay. Particularly which, which you did. I did. I think so. Something I used to observe, and I was the same. A lot of people would have like coffee with their breakfast in the morning, and then it gets to about half ten or eleven o'clock, and there's a bit of a like whip around to go to the local coffee shop. Too. Yeah, like oh, there's a coffee man outside, in his little van, or there's like a lo- local Starbucks, and people do that every day. For example, mm-hmm. and so what I started realising was actually like the coffee that you get is normally, unless it's like a nice coffee shop. Artisan. Is normally pretty shit and like two or three quid. The coffee that I make at home is normally pretty nice. Mm-hmm. How and, can and I, made blended to exactly How I taste. like it. How I like it because I've done it. Yeah, And I know what I like because I'm me. Yeah. It's one of the benefits of being me. So... Yes. <laughs> 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 so all I, all I did was buy... Two thermoses that are identical, uh-huh. contigo, which I think is Spanish for "with you." Can you spell that? C O N T I G O. Wasn't as complicated as I thought. Uh-huh. And so I told—I remember telling people about it. Like I, I would arrive at work, bring two thermoses out my bag, put them on, it, and people are like, "What Aww. the hell are you do?" like twenty quid. But actually, if you add up the saving it's in the space a, of a month, it's immense.
1: And I, I, keep I, up. I ran the numbers on that on one of our articles. And it's, it's like, if you get a Starbucks coffee and a biscotti every day of the week, Monday to mm-hmm. Friday, every day for 10 years, um, it works out to like 14 grand. And the, then if you include interest, it's like, The
2: thing is, have you heard the argument against that, Okay, which is like, so people worry about that and then trash their credit rating. Mm-hmm. And like, if you flipped it, had a really good credit rating and managed the macro aspect of your and finances, the, coffee. the 14 grand's like... Irrelevant <laughs> in the context of like buying a house mm, on uh, with a shit credit rating. But anyway, anyway. okay. So we've got so thermoses. That's one of them. Automate that part of your life. Just have a nice coffee for much less money. Yeah. Second thing is, which is technically two things: withing scale or a Wi-Fi scale. Yep. Another example of upfront cost, and it's similar situation. The moment we get our clients to weigh, weigh weigh themselves every day. The number of mornings you wake up, you're like, it's on the scale. Oh, you're downstairs. Fuck. Like I forgot how breakfast, much I coffee. Can't remember the number. Mm-hmm. Scale syncs wirelessly with the cloud phone, and it's just logged and graphed. Mm-hmm. Think, uh, so this is a Withings. Withing. I think they're now owned by Nokia. Yeah, they are. You should have got one for free. That's a topic for another theme. For oh, I've another got there.
1: the Withings suite for free. The suite. You have as well. The watch. That's, yeah, you got <laughs> the watch off me. There's <laughs> an
2: activity. Oh, I suppose the watch is an activity tracker. So that's the next thing, which is a Fitbit or some kind of fitness watch yep um mine that I'm currently wearing doesn't tell the time but just is just accumulating data mm-hmm. on me just in case I need it so sleep activity basically
1: mm-hmm. Johnny has a watch that doesn't tell the time
2: yeah it's yeah yeah and actually it's really lame. The, so the watch that does this fitness watch made by Fitbit that doesn't tell the time is actually the cheapest and the best one mm-hmm. you can wear it in the shower can you you can can you
0: you like to know what you're doing in the shower Do you like but to it see means what that I, heart rate changes? so the
2: time that I used to it doesn't track heart rate the time <laughs> <just> steps <laughs> doesn't do anything the time that I used to forget to put my Fitbit back on again was always in the shower in the morning do you find that the number of steps
0: that you take mm. is an important part of your training as a power lifter yes do you hmm
2: is that because that's the only cardio that you can do? <laughs> it's an easy way. It's an easy way to average out and say, right, I'm doing eight thousand steps if I do twelve thousand. Tell you what's crazy, on the next episode,
0: the first one that I will do will be something called sleep cycle. And um, the data that I get out the other side of that is insane. And I have a look at a graph that it shows. As soon as I break eight and a half thousand steps for the day, my sleep increases by ten percent or more. That's cool crazy thank you very much for your time and we will be back very shortly with a new episode
2: (laughs) goodbye